Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Ukrainian amputees get state-of-the-art prosthetics in the U.S. This is the State of Ukraine from NPR News. The past 20 years saw significant advances in the world of prosthetics, or artificial limbs. A big reason for that? Americans wounded in Iraq and Afghanistan. Now, some of the same experts who were once busy helping U.S. troops learn to live with disabilities have turned their attention to Ukrainian soldiers. NPR's Quill Lawrence met with Ukrainian amputees who've come to the U.S. for care after suffering life-changing injuries. Alexander Fedun is 24 years old. He'd been in the Ukrainian army for two years when he got hit last May. The enemy reconnaissance did, did their job and they mined the roads. He was driving the first truck in a convoy. When he felt the explosion, Fedun says he managed to swerve and block the road so none of his fellow soldiers would drive on into the mines. Then he started tying tourniquets on himself. Ukrainian medics saved him, but he lost both legs above the knee. Eight months after the blast, Fedun is here in Silver Spring, Maryland, learning to use some new legs. Life doesn't stop at this. Life doesn't stop at this, is the message he's hearing at the Medical Center for Orthotics and Prosthetics, MCOP. The goal is to give him his life back. Mike Corcoran is one of the founders of MCOP. He's been building prosthetic limbs for over 30 years. We're giving them the equipment to live a normal life. And they're tools, but they're not advancing him beyond what he lost. They're trying to make up for what he lost. A network of charities has been paying for the soldiers to get treated here, and MCOP has provided services for free. The legs are donated, and they're state-of-the-art, says Corcoran, which will help Fedun gain the confidence to want to use them. These are uh, uh, computer-controlled knees that uh, learn how he walks. They recognize if he's going to stumble, and the knee stiffens up. And then as he switches from walking slow to medium to fast, they keep up with him. It provides him the stability. Because if he's unstable and falling, he's not going to walk. Until just a few years ago, Corcoran says, his company was fully occupied with American military amputees coming from nearby Walter Reed. Coaching Americans on life after war was different, though. They were returning home from war to a country at peace. The Ukrainians here don't have that option. Since Russia's full-scale invasion a year ago, it's believed that thousands have lost limbs fighting. Dmitry Skilarenko lost his right leg high above the knee to shrapnel from an artillery shell. He wants to learn how to walk with a prosthesis for one reason. His plan is just to go back to the war and kill the orcs. That's how we call Russians. All of the Ukrainians I spoke with at MCOP said they want to go back to the fight. Ruslan Sachenko served 25 years in the army as a sapper a combat engineer trained in defusing or setting up anti-tank mines. 
His main challenge was setting traps for the Russian tanks while not being seen by the surveillance drones. He had to work quickly, crawling along the ground, usually with four heavy mines hanging off him. That's what he was doing last June 8th. And he was almost done with installing them. When that Russian tank turned to work in his direction and hit him. The shell exploded near him and flipped him in the air. At first he didn't even know which way to run. His men were shouting at him, sapper, sapper, so he tried to get up and run toward them. But his legs were useless. He started dragging himself along the ground with the help of his commando knife. When his men finally reached him, they pulled him along by the arms. His right leg was visibly broken. His left leg was gone. That was about 20 surgeries and seven months ago. Here in Maryland, Suchenko is learning to walk on a prosthesis that reaches up past his left hip. He's got a harness on that's hooked into a rail in the ceiling so that when he falls, he doesn't have to worry about hitting the floor. Suchenko says he needs to get back to the fight, even as a teacher. He needs to pass his experience to the other guys. Eventually this war is going to end. No war goes go on forever. Mike Corcoran wants these guys to win their war and then have a normal life as civilians. The reality of all of this is going back to work or doing something, his rehab and all that. It's, it's a lifetime... Prosthetics will be part of his life for a considerable amount of time. Even now, with all the help and attention and positive energy, Sachenko says it's been hard to adjust even to the good news that he can walk again. For half a year you don't have a leg and you never believe you would walk and finally you can stand up on your own and you can walk psychologically is very hard to adjust to. Here in the States, near Walter Reed Hospital, Tsuchenko says he's felt the support and respect that people have for severely wounded veterans. They act normal around him. He's not sure Ukrainian civilians back home know how to do that yet. But as the war drags on, they're going to have to learn. Quill Lawrence, NPR News, Silver Spring, Maryland. Thanks for listening to The State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back to this feed for more on the war and its impacts around the world. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with its original podcast on investing. Each week, you'll get thoughtful, in-depth analysis of both the stock and the bond markets. Listen today and subscribe at schwab.com slash oninvesting or wherever you get your podcasts. Spend time in any American city and you'll likely encounter someone with untreated psychosis. Lost Patients is a new podcast examining our maze-like system for treating severe mental illness, which loses patients to an endless loop between the streets, jail, and hospitals. Does it have to be this way? For the history, the reality, and hopefully some solutions, listen to Lost Patients from KUOW and the Seattle Times, part of the NPR Network.